Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Field of Streams, where I, your host, Janine McRae, bring you the tiny thoughts that stream from my brain and present them to you as though they're some kind of edible gold leaf perched atop an exotic chalky cake served at a posh party that you accidentally got invited to. Mmm, audacious. I can't promise you much with these weekly nibbles, but I can promise you this. I won't keep you long. Today's piece was inspired by a story that I found about the Tamagotchi Cemetery. I'll put a link in the description. Tamagotchis were those little electronic things in the 90s that you had to attend to or they'd die. So like you fed them or you exercised them or I never had one. They were a rich person's toy. Listen to my bitterness. The Tamagotchis in this story, in the one I've I've written, represent ideas that don't live past the idea phase and the value of logging them in notebooks regardless. Basic premise? It's a meditation on why you should memorialise your half-baked idea quakes. And without any further waffling, here is the post. Idea tremors waiting to quake. A jolt. A sensual, unsettling shift in the world shoves your brain into a heightened state of awareness. Is this... The picture frame on the wall above your bed rattles its bones and the dog in the apartment next door begins to bark. You wait as the rumble passes. Was that... The menacing earth sigh beneath your feet on this Californian night becomes a sinister breath in your ear. You control nothing, it whispers. You are nothing. I could end you right now. You brush the voice aside. Normality restored. Your first response is to always wonder, did anyone else feel that? It was the low-grade tremor, thrilling in the danger of its potential. Nature's equivalent of the half-baked idea. A thought tremor arrives fresh and innocent, wet with the moist sheen of possibility. It is a micro-quake, rippling along the cluttered hallways of your brain and rattling all your look-at-me glory plates. As an ideomologist, one who adheres to the methodology, you study this new thought intently, measure the strength of it. Does this idea scare or excite you? Will it crack the world wide open or alter the coastline of a continent? Or is it nothing? You have a duty of care in this moment. It is the ideomologist's code. First, gently take the idea into your cupped hands, as though holding a soft and trembling bird that has struck your consciousness window and is momentarily stunned. Be very still as you observe. Get in close. Breathe in. Now ask yourself, is this something? Look harder. Is this something? Is this the diving board, or do you have the whole pool? Look at it from another angle. Perhaps this is the one kid who won't get in the water, but has the potential to be the world's greatest cannonballer. Hmm, this might be something. Your next obligation is to begin to feed this thought to see if it will grow. Will legs sprout from its blobby body? Will it morph and contort and evolve into something spectacular? Timing is everything here, and sometimes, just like a Tamagotchi, your precious something can suddenly, unexpectedly, and rather depressingly, die. That's where the idea graveyard comes in. Ideas die, 
even the ones you thought were brilliant in their first flashing moments of hot life. But just because they couldn't sustain their tremor and fizzled out, you shouldn't discard them like an old pizza box. Don't act like they didn't mean anything to you. Like that failed idea was just some brain fart that you never liked the smell of anyway. No, I believe you should put those dead ideas to rest in a location where they can be easily visited and remembered. Memorialise the low-grade tremors and honour their contributions to your thought process. Every brain expedition that sets out to solve or explore a creative problem, even when the idea trips and falls down a ravine, which is also a solve, is an evolution of your ideating self. Plus, you never know when a visit with a deceased idea might set off some unexpected aftershocks. You just never know. It should come as no surprise, given my penchant for excessive accumulation of notebooks, that I've kept every dumb idea I've ever scribbled down. I can always go sit with my dead, remembering our time together, the dumb ones, the mutants and ugly beasts, the too cutes, the not-quite-theirs and the never-readies. They're always there to be stumbled upon, reigniting their dreams of exhumation. An idea graveyard can be a notebook filled with dead ideas, a folder on your computer, I have one called the dead zone, or even a simple system of signposting your drabbles in a sea of other drabbles, just so you know where all your idea bodies are buried. Me again, I draw little light bulbs next to random ideas in my notebooks, so when flipping through them I can find them easily. That's it. That's my pitch. Do not discard your idea tremors, those mighty little battlers who viciously shake but do not quite crack the crust. Eulogise them so you can move on, then bury them somewhere you can visit, but not too deep. For even in their repose, little tremors have value. While writing this, I flipped through a three-year-old journal and found the words Cormaculate Conception scribbled next to a hand-drawn light bulb. I smiled. It is not something, it is nothing. A dumb idea with no legs beyond the name, but man, it makes me laugh. It makes me laugh, and it reminds me of this. I may not ever get the great quake idea, but I sure do get a lot of tremors. Never take an idea for granted. Write, record, sketch, dictate. Just have a way to capture even the dumbest idea and all the work you've put towards it. It might be something, or it might end up being nothing. Use your ideomologist methodology to find out. And when that idea dies, take that grief and build a glorious monument to your creativity and inventiveness with your very own idea graveyard. Because even Tamagotchis got graveyards. So there was a footnote to this post uh, about the Cormacula conception. I smiled when I saw that because... <laughs> It was just this dumb idea for a podcast that was all about getting people in that love Cormac McCarthy to talk about their favourite like paragraph or section of a Cormac McCarthy book. Immaculate Conception? Cormaculate Conception? We'll just end it there. And there you have it, this week's episode. I hope you'll come back for more next week. I think the reason I write these little missives is to hopefully inspire creative folk to get out and make something of their own. As you can tell, they don't have to be super great. If you do enjoy my writing, please be sure to subscribe to the stream newsletter at janinemccrae.substack.com. And until next we meet, I leave you with this. Love what you love, and I'll see you out there making stuff.